before we get into it, I wanted to clarify something that came up on the last podcast. Yes. It was the Henry Ford quote. Mm, yeah. You were trying to remember what it was. So I have it here. It's whether you think you can or you think you can't. You're, you're right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. a good quote. It's true. It's absolutely 100% true. And the older I get, the more I realize that. All right, fire away. What do you got going today? By the way, just just wanted to sort of say we're we're heading out today. So I just wanted to mention that when uh, my wife and I first met, we um, we did this like the first trip we ever took was to Niagara Falls, and mm-hmm. um, when we when we took that trip, uh, we ended up in the casino, and we're not gamblers. In fact, I think I've told you this story before. We're so bad that I didn't even know how to use slots. Because they're not the old kind where you have to pull the, you know, you don't put yeah, coins in anymore, right? Like you, you, you have to get like a card, like a little, like a chit or whatever. So you you pay mm-hmm. money and then you put the card in and it tells the machine this is how much money you have and then, then you push buttons. It's all about pushing buttons. So I didn't know how to do this and um, anyway we got bored of that really quickly and we ended up in this bar that's in the back of the casino. It's called. Um, Club 365, and uh, they have these amazing bands, like these fantastic bands, and they're not they're nobodies, but they have to audition, and they have to be good, right? Casinos don't yeah. hire, like, subpar entertainment, so um, anyway, we really liked it, and uh, we continue to go back every year, and it's, it's a ton of fun. We have a good time. Turns into a little bit of a frat party, because we have a few drinks, and uh, get a little silly, but... Uh, it's good. We have tons of fun. All right. So I have a book here. It's called The Book of Thunks. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Sounds like a Dr. Zeus book. Thunks, T-H-U-N-K-S. So I'll just throw a few of these at you, okay? These are like things that kind of make you scratch your head or think or make you ponder. So okay. uh, I've got a Fire few away. I highlighted. I highlighted number four <clears throat> from the book is if zero degrees is a temperature, is zero centimeters a height? Interesting. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because you can't you can't be negative height, but you can be negative right. temperature. Yeah, yeah. And zero is a temperature that means something. Like, at it freezes at zero, right? Mm-hmm. So zero. And you can go infinitely either way. You can go infinitely below zero. Because, like, you can't set... There's no benchmark for cold. There's no... This is the bottom temperature. So it can be infinitely colder. You can have something that's minus 2,000. Or you can be plus 2,000. But it can go even further than that either way. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Next one, number nine. If you believe your own lies, are they lies? That's like a whole, that's an episode on its own right there. I don't know if other people believe this, but I sincerely believe the truth is the truth no matter what. And I don't buy into this like your truth is different than my truth. The truth is the truth. It's 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 got a benchmark. It's either true or it's not, right? Uh-huh, um, yes. And I think there are a lot of people out there that would argue and say, well, my truth is different than your truth or... 
you know, it's like a shade of a color, right? I, I don't think that that's true. I think there's absolute truth and then there's everything else. Okay, so if you if you say something you believe, but it's a lie, then I'm misinformed. If you believe your own lies, are they lies? It's not saying if you believe incorrect facts, are they are they real? Are they still real? Are they wrong or right? It's if you believe your own lies, are they lies? Hmm. I don't know. One, eh? Yeah, that's a yeah. weird one. Yeah, I don't know. If you believe your own lie, I, I believe if you're, I think if you're, if you believe your own lies, then there's something wrong with you. Well, Not, I, you're clinically insane. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That was going to be my next question. Are you clinically insane? Or statement or whatever. I, I think you are. If you believe your own lies, <laughs> if you believe your, whatever you believe, if it's a lie and you believe that it's true, you're clinically insane. Could you ever not be happier? Uh, you can always be happier. Uh, the question is, when someone says, you know, I couldn't be happier, could you ever not be happier? Could you? Can you ever reach, I guess what it's saying is, can you ever reach a point where you can't possibly be more happy? Yes. No, you can't. You can always be happier. <laughs> okay. Who says? I say. I'm telling you. All right? Think about the most, like, think about the happiest day in your life. Okay? The day you got married, the day your children were born. Uh, they're happy, happy days. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is the best. I've never been happier. Right? And that's probably true. But think about if someone walked up to you and said, here's $70 million by the way, and, uh, you know, and whatever else that means an, a lot to you. Maybe money isn't your thing, but whatever that equivalent would be, right? If they plopped that onto you at the same time, that would make you even more happy. And then if there's something else, I mean, there's always something else that would make you happier at that hmm. time. Hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Well, I think part of this question is trying to get at that quest for something whatever it is that humans at least in the first world humans are always striving for some some end game or end goal to be to be somewhere you people are you could say people are never satisfied so maybe this is i feel like this is sort of scratching that that could you can you ever be will you ever come to the day where you're like oh yeah, no, this is it. I'm I can't be any happier than I am. <laughs> no, it's physically impossible. I think that's me, but I don't know. I have pretty I have pretty dogmatic views on things, I think. All right. We got one more, two more. Is the future closer than it was this time last year? No, the future is always a moving target. If you're talking about a future date that has, uh, say, you're looking forward to the 20th of uh, October 2025, then yes, that day is closer than it is than it was yesterday. But the future in general is always moving. It's always one day away. It's the next 
It's a moving target. Okay, we're off the thunks now. Something new. Have you ever been involved in a situation where you are chatting? You know, you, you know those like you go on a website and you need customer service and there's that little that little window that'll yep. say need help or you want to chat with like customer service or or need support, click here and you can start chatting with somebody. Yeah. You know that a lot of those things are just like they're not real people. Yeah, they have auto bought uh answers. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of them are monitored by real people and um if they have to jump in for a specific question where they have to kind of ad lib then yes but I, I know what you mean they have standard answers so I've actually had those conversations with our local cable company who I won't mention and um sometimes those custom customer conversations can be very frustrating because you can tell it's a canned answer. And yeah, it kind of goes in loops and things. Yes. Yeah. And then they must. there must be somebody there pushing a button. Actually, I guess it's a computer that can tell. Uh, I'm sure there's some kind of configuration, some algorithm or whatever that they use um, to pick up on keywords that you use, and this would be the answer that it would spit out. Yes, I have had those conversations so do you feel like we should be told that should should we be given that information that you're you're speaking to a computer right now not a real person like are is it deceptive practice Mm, uh i don't know i don't know if i care do you yeah i don't feel like i'm being deceived it's interesting because I didn't really think about it. I mean, I've I've done this before. I've had these chats and I've never felt I've actually never had any negative experiences. Actually, most of my chat botting, if it's whatever it's called, has always been positive. At least and it's I and I don't even know for sure if it was a chat bot, but when I think back, which I think to be deceived something that's something that has to happen to you in the past, right? Yes, to be deceived. So, when I when I heard about this, that these most of these things are bots, and I thought back to some of the customer experiences I've had, customer service experiences that very well could have been bots. I don't care. I'm not not even remote. No, no, like uptick in emotion came as a result of thinking that one through. And in the in the few scenarios I imagined were probably bots scenarios didn't bother me at all Mm, yeah it doesn't see i think what they're saying is if you want to talk to somebody i don't know if they say somebody maybe they do but it's uh customer service is immediate with the chat bot right doesn't say chat bot but it says like if you want to have customer service here it is boom and you get customer service and i think to be honest that's what most people want. They want the immediate yeah. customer service. I don't want to talk to somebody. I don't want to be on hold for 20 minutes. I want to talk to somebody right now. Click this little yeah. chat box. Boom. You've got somebody within 30 seconds. I did come across something that I thought maybe uh, we could talk about if you wanted to. Um, what do you got? Things that um, a man over the age of 50 should not own. Okay. Are you ready for this list? 
So I'm 45. So if I have it, I don't have to feel ashamed or. or <laughs> I don't know, I man. Just get I've rid of. I should be thinking about parting ways with it in four, six, four years from now. Okay, so here, yeah, here's the thing. Um, I think that you could probably put any age here as long as you're a grown man with like little human beings that live with you that you made with your wife. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe you shouldn't have these things, some of them. But anyway, let's discuss. So one of them is a right. hoverboard. Should you own a hoverboard as an adult grown male? Well, first of all, tell me what... I mean, I kind of know what it is, but tell me what officially is a hoverboard. Yeah, you stand on them. They're like... um. They're like those things, the little wheels, they're about maybe a foot and a half wide. You stand on it, and you just kind of roll with it. You lean forward, and it rolls. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, so it's not a skateboard. No, it's got two it's wheels. Not a, it's not a Segway. It's not a. It's almost like a Segway without the top portion of the Segway. Hoverboard, but does it have wheels? Yeah, it's got tiny wheels. They're not the Are same size. things where you... Where you can like go around the city with them, you just yes. sort of lean forward and yes. Hmm. Actually, yeah. I don't really view those as something that younger people would would even use. I I don't like categorize that as a juvenile thing. So, I've actually looked at those and pondered maybe getting getting one. Like I I now. think they would be cool to ride. Like if you've got a kid that um that has one, then you can easily disguise it as saying, yeah, it's just, it's my kids. What would mm. I use that for? But then you mm. could totally use it. So I don't, I don't know. That one I don't think, but anyway. Okay. All right. Else? A futon. For, okay. Futon as in it's your, like your regular sleeping It's your couch place? or your bed. Yeah. Okay. As a bed, absolutely not acceptable to own a futon <laughs> as, as your, as your bed. <laughs> Like, it should not be your own bed. Yeah. No. As a a guest bed? Of, as a piece of furniture in your living room that no, I don't think you should have one at 50 or 45. I don't think you should own one ever, never mind 50. Yeah, I mean I, I it makes me think of 1997 in, in like when I was like 20, like going to a friend's house and they said Oh, you can just sleep on the futon, and it was because they had like mi- mil- a couple milk crates, a table, and, a- and this futon in the. That's corner. it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. How about unframed posters? Which, by the way, you would see in someone's house who owned a futon. I agree. I agree. <laughs> you would, and I, I do not think you should have unframed posters. I mean, you're, you mean on the wall, right? Like up, up, and up on on display. Yeah, hanging like with push pins or something. Oh God, absolutely! <laughs> not. I had that in my room when I was like sixteen. Me too. <laughs> oh, you know what I had? I had Ponderosa Superman posters. Ponderosa, holy! They geez. were giveaways at Ponderosa for Superman Two, I think it was, and I love those. Do I they even have Ponderosa anymore? I think they do in the states, but. Might be one of those things where where they might have shut them down, save for like one or two locations, like in like somewhere like Iowa or Nebraska or some. You know, maybe maybe they sold off the last name to somebody, or or somebody had a franchise and said, "Well, you're going to close them all down. Can I just keep mine?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, no, no push pin posters. No. Uh, tickets to Lollapalooza. So, is it Lollapalooza or is it just festivals? Okay, so this one I, I'm going to take issue with. I actually really like outdoor music festivals. I think it's yeah. the best way to see a band. The atmosphere is phenomenal. Uh, if you go to a Lollapalooza or a... Uh, Remember Edge Fest? Edge Fest was phenomenal. I would go to Edge Fest like almost every year. And it was great. You could see like six, seven, eight bands that you really liked, and then a few, uh, you know, fringe bands that you were like, eh, I don't know if I like them, but I'll see them anyway. Yeah. Um, it I w- saw it the w- Violent Femmes at Edge Fest. Oh, see, that's fantastic. I mean, I've seen, yeah. you know, I've seen a Perfect Circle. I've seen, uh, I don't even remember. Like, I've seen, uh, uh, I'm having a brain cramp here. Um, you know, whatever. I've seen tons Nickelback. of Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Nickelback. But I don't I didn't I saw them in an outdoor festival too. Hey, do you know how they got their name, by the way, Nickelback? Yeah, I heard. I don't know if it's true. Something about yeah. uh like they used to work in Starbucks and a and a, yeah. a Venti or a, a Grande was like a buck fifty or something and they you know people it would no, it was a buck forty five and people would give them like a buck fifty and they'd give them a nickelback, so yeah. Anyway, so tickets to an outdoor music festival, you know, I I think I would I would disagree with that. I would love to go see a music festival. I think what they're driving at though the, is being at the festival with thousands of people who are sweating and and muddy and have maybe slept there like a Woodstock kind of scenario and you're and think like imagine yourself in there in a sea of those people as a older adult it's asking and i would say no problem go for it yeah um i don't know yeah i i think it's okay to do that every once in a while like if you're if you're a groupie and you're traveling from one music festival to the next i don't know about that okay how about this how about this so um if if you have a t-shirt with cuss words on it should you own a t-shirt with cuss words on it as a man a grown adult male with children and a family absolutely not no i agree um <laughs> how about a watch that looks like a prize at the bottom of a cereal box <laughs> uh no that's a hard that. no i'm going to take a hard no on hard that one. no yeah, we yeah. should rank these. Hard no, soft no's, yeah. big yeses. That's a definite hard no. Yeah. A tattoo with the name of an ex. Wow. <laughs> like crossed out, right? Like Jenny, then cross, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're going to love the next one. <laughs> so that question implies, if I if I think about it, would be had you done it at, say, 21, that by 47 married with kids you would have gone and had it surgically like or like would have had it removed is is what this means well not necessarily oh i see what you're saying yes you should have yes you should have already yes okay as a grown man with a family 40 50 whatever Where should you going? should you own a pair of crocs 
<laughs> uh, that is always, like that's a hard no for me. Yeah, it's a hard no. I've I've always hated them. I think only kids can wear them. Like young kids, like yeah, ten and under. Maybe okay, maybe fourteen at the most. But no, hard no on that. No Crocs. Uh, your mother doing your laundry. Depends. That doesn't, if she's not living in the house. Or if you're living in their house still, I think you should still be doing your own laundry. If if you live in their house, yes, you should be doing your own laundry. If your mother comes to visit and decides to do the laundry, different story. My mother-in-law does that all the time. Which is weird because she folds my underwear. Eh, yeah. Um, yeah, when it comes to, like, if I go to my parents' place and I just happen to have, like, a suitcase from traveling and she says, I'll do your laundry for you, no problem. (laughs) I'd have no problem with that. I think there's a part of a mom that actually likes it. (sighs) I guess. Your own mom, though, not your mother-in-law? I've, she's done my laundry before. Um, in like, if we've stayed over there, like for a few days, especially if we're, we're coming to visit, like, like we would be at Christmas time now that we live away from out of country. Right. Okay. That's a bit different. I I will argue that, yeah, the underwear part, I would argue, yeah, her folding my laundry isn't really something that I'm that enthusiastic about. You're not jacked about it. Probably feel a little bit little bit weird about it yeah and i would hope that hopefully there was nothing in it like soil any kind of soil or (laughs) as a yeah as a as a grown man over 40 should you own high school trophies should you have a shelf somewhere with high school trophies on it Mm. and this is a sensitive one for me because i've only ever once won a trophy 1982 Tyke Champions. <laughs> Clark, you got to get rid of that thing. It's time to bury that in a box, man. Bury I, that. I think I think I might have at one point said I'll take a picture of it, mm. and then that's it. Like it's then I've got a photo of it. Yeah, but you there got was it. something about it's time. It, yeah. But I I don't know. My brother-in-law. I mean, he was like he was a great athlete in school and and played hockey, rep hockey, and had like massive amounts of trophies and not just participation trophies but like real real awards like mvp and you know tournament mvp game mvp like season mvp like he had track hockey all that stuff so i don't know the status of his trophies i'd like to ask him about that see if he still has them i wouldn't be surprised if he does but I would say if they're in a box somewhere, there's a bit of a probably just can't let go going on there that I would say maybe you should eventually confront that. Had they, If they were up and on display in his basement, that's a, that would be a problem. And I would never do that. Okay. A, I, think the, I think the one trophy I had was more of a, was almost a bit of a joke in a way that I would keep it. And sort of as a as sort of a joke almost. All right, because it was uh, old and that. it was it was sort of it's so you know nineteen eighty two Tyke champion. But, okay, but what do you ha- think? Do you think no? No, absolutely not. Nope. Time to get rid of him. 
you can't have trophies from when you were below the age of 10. No, you can't have trophies below the age of anything, really. Yeah. If it's a corporate presentation of recognition, I still wouldn't put it on display, but it's something that you might want to hang on to just for sentimental value. Yeah, that's different. I know a guy who he he set up a, a team event for for us at work. It was a, like a bowling championship, and so he actually ended up being the winner of the, of this event. And then um, went and took the trophy and had his name put on it. So he he came up with the idea for it and happened to win it. That's hilarious. Put yeah. his name on the trophy, and then it was in his office for as long as we worked together. Okay, as a grown man over the age of 40, should you own books, any book, with the premise of how to score with chicks? No. (laughs) That's a hard no. Yes. No, you mean if you're married? Yeah, if you're a grown man who's married. But, I mean, even... Okay, look. What if you're not married and you're single? Still. Should you own a book like that? No. No. Throw one more at me, and then I got one I'm going to add to that list if it's not there. I believe there are times that you have to put end end your relationship with certain things when you turn 40 or 45, and I've got one. Let, let me throw it at you. Okay. This, has, this is a two-part question. Is it okay to own a hockey jersey of your favorite team and wear it to a game? Ah, see, we've had this conversation before, you and I, and I think you and I don't, I can't remember if you and I are on the same page, but we both have friends that will go to a game and wear a jersey. And And I love these people. They're great friends, but there's not a chance in the world you'll ever catch me at a game in public wearing a jersey. I'm not, I'm not 12 anymore. I'm sorry. I, I I know there are people out there that would say, ah, you're, you know, you're being stupid, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I won't do it. But what you're saying then is that you think they, the the people that you know that wear them, there's a part of you that's saying that's, that's saying that that's juvenile. Yeah. What I'm saying is I accept them for who they are anyway, but it's not going to happen. Okay. I'm not doing it. Well, then the second part of the question is probably an easy one. Is it ever acceptable to wear a hockey jersey as just what you wear that day? No. That is a hard no. Yeah. So you're going <laughs> you're Instead going to someone's you house. Throw a hockey jersey. Yeah. yeah. Like hey man, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. Let's let's uh let's like let's watch a movie and have a beer. Yeah. Or go to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> and your buddy shows up with like a like a, a Washington Capitals jersey or something and you <laughs> or like a like a Bulls, like a Chicago Bulls or something. Yeah. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? That yeah. is not okay. Uh uh, how about this? Uh how about owning a wallet chain or sporting a wallet chain? Wallet chain? Yeah. So you know, like you have a pair of jeans and you've got a wallet, it's in your hip pocket, your back pocket. And it's it got a chain attached to it, and it dangles down on your hip. Oh yeah, and then comes no, back and loops never. on your belt or whatever. Should never own one ever. Not twenty two. Not at fifty. Never. No. All right. Are you ready for your weird news item? Yes, weird news item. And then I got a I got a jet because, like I said, I'm I'm out of here this weekend. Okay, okay. weird news item. 
All right. Well, weird news item, and if there's time, one thing that's kind of related to the news item, and if there isn't, I'll save it. But okay, weird news item. Here's the title: Woman with emotional support squirrel removed from plane. What? All right, hold on. So a woman gets on a plane. Yeah. And she needs an animal for emotional support mm-hmm. and chooses a squirrel as that animal. So she has a pet squirrel, essentially. Police at a Florida airport removed a passenger who refused to get off a Cleveland-bound flight after she was found carrying an emotional support squirrel. Passengers had already boarded Frontier Airlines Flight 1612 at Orlando International Airport on Tuesday night when they were told there was a situation and everyone needed to get off the plane. What was the situation? Well, it said it says here, as he exited the plane, this, this gentleman... Oh, here, it's a uh, he. Okay. Well, I don't know why, no, no. but in my head I thought it was a woman. Uh, it is. It is. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. The no the 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 witness that I guess the person that's being quoted here it says um, this guy twenty uh, four year old Ashland Ohio resident he he was like someone who was talking to the reporter and he said a lot of people were asking questions people wanted to know what was going on as he exited the plane Nixon said he asked a flight attendant if she had any other information all she said was a squirrel. But once they were back in the terminal, word spread pretty quickly about what was happening. They took the passengers off the plane. So lady gets on. She's got a squirrel. It's a short-haul flight, obviously. She's not traveling across. Uh, she was flying Orlando to Cleveland. So yeah. So a three-hour flight. Still, probably. not a big deal. I fly all the time like you do. And when you're doing a domestic flight, it's I see people get on with small dogs and small cats yeah, in a cage yeah. all the time. Yep. In a cage, yeah. In, in a small cage, yeah. I'm not well, talking like nobody with a Doberman gets on. It's it's usually a lap dog or a cat, right? So yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I've seen. I've always assumed these animals are just they're just on the plane just because they are being transported. I didn't realize there's actually a pretty big. There's a there's a lot of it says here. United Airlines says there's been a 75% increase in the number of emotional support animals accompanying passengers on board. Um, This is another story. The issue boiled over this week when the airline wouldn't let a... (laughs) Hold it together, man. Hold it together. (laughs) I want to know. (laughs) Tell me. You got to tell me. (laughs) The issue right. boiled over this week when the airline wouldn't let a peacock on one of their planes. <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine? A peacock. Jeez. What kind of... <laughs> like, how... <laughs> Have you seen a peacock? I mean, they're yes. huge. You can well, especially if they open up. Good Lord. It's only the males that open up like that. but uh. They wouldn't let the peacock on their plane after a passenger claimed it was her support animal. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. That is fantastic. But I couldn't believe this. It says that WestJet allows pigs and monkeys. <laughs> wow. 
I'm I'm surprised. I gotta be honest. But have you ever seen one of these dogs or cats in the cage? Like, have you seen the way they behave when they're on the plane? The owner is typically trying to console the animal more uh, than yeah. than yeah. the animal is consoling the owner because the the dog or the cat is freaked out that. There are all these people. They're in a cage. They they don't know what's going to happen. Then you know. They, then they take off. There's this rumbling. They're sitting on the floor, right, in this little yeah. cage underneath the seat in front of them. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a good situation. Oh my gosh, we got to go through some more of these like uh, some more of these weird things that you shouldn't own as a as an adult grown male. And then we should also talk about um, some of the other things that we talk about sometimes. The way people dress, uh, kind of like our version of people of Walmart, which, by the way, if you've ever looked at that website, is unbelievable. Yeah, I have. Yeah, like I and I'm like I'll just to give you a, a quick teaser. Uh, we uh, where we grew up, my brothers and I, there was this beer store at one end of town, and it was in a shadier ed, like the shadier side of town. But it was the closer beer store. So we would go up there and, you know, pick up beer from my parents or my dad or whatever. And, of course, we'd pick some up for ourselves there as well. But um, I'm not kidding you. On more than one occasion, I have seen people go to the beer store in the weirdest clothes. Uh, One time I saw a lady in a faded, almost like you knew when she bought the sweater it was white. But now it was almost like a yellowy gray Mm. Mickey Mouse sweatshirt, okay, uh, uh, tangled, messy hair, like she had just woken up, uh, pajama bottoms, and a pair of rubber boots. Like, I just about fell over. I wow. couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, anyway. You get yourself to Niagara, and we'll talk about that one on another episode. Okay. Have a good, have a good weekend or trip, and, uh... We'll catch up again soon.